country um bo webster hasn't he had some sort of season he's got to be cheap year of the year welcome to the show nathan from super coach guns great to have you back thank you for having me yes he has been sensational and i do not know how or where this has come from i mean he's been solid form leading into this competition but i didn't expect anything like this yeah, I, he, I saw some form from him in the lead up to round one. The stars were so relevant being on the first um, game in the double. And I, it was Larkin, it was Rogers, it was Webster. I just went with the opener. I was like, if it's an opener, you know, I went with, with Rogers ahead of Larkin even because he was the opener. And I reckon it was the worst choice of the three, to be quite honest. Um, if you took a punt on Webster because you thought maybe he'll bowl and you know, bowl a few overs and come in and tonk some runs. He's been exceptional. Um, and I reckon it was one of those moves that if you did take a, a punt on Webster, uh, you you deserve everything. You deserve all the goodness that happened for you because it was a punt and it, it paid off. Um, yeah. Look, uh, around, it was a, no teams on the double, so it was a bit of a lower scoring round. I saw scores down in the 400s. I saw scores up in the 800s. I was a 650. I haven't lost too many ranks. I'm sitting at 100th overall. Um, how about yourself? You mate, you're coming in hot on Ado. Mm, yes, that's right. Um, I managed to knock up a 792, and I'm into 133rd. So I'm only 37 behind, points behind you. Yeah. Coming to get you this round. Yeah, well, look, you know, I've been, if we look at it in the three rounds, I've won one of them, you've won two of them, so I think I'm due, so hopefully I can stretch out this week and get a little bit further. Look, I've only been punished a couple of ranks each time I've stayed in the 100, but I feel like, um, you know, I could have been a hell of a lot better if a couple of things had gone right. It is a bit of a fickle game, the old Big Bash, um, you know, like in last night's game, Superstar, last week the song was Me and Michael. But he got tonked all over the place by Hales and Jilks, who finally came good. And he, he, when a team is just going off like that and just absolutely smashing a total down, none of the bowlers are going to look any good. And and that was the case with some popular buys from the week before um, in Nisa and Stekity. So not everything went right for me. Um, but look, I am still in the top 100. I've got to look at it like that. Uh, and if I can have a – I'm just going to have a week where I'm not – I had a, a week where I was ahead of par – and then I've had two weeks where I was probably slightly below par. So I reckon I'm due. I'm starting to get antsy, starting to get giddy. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. You, we'll be, we're, we're too good to drop too low. We'll be right. Mm. Well, you know all of us on the socials, um, Supercoach Guns for Nathan and Supercoach by Adrianosaurus. Uh, for me on all the socials, really good stuff there being um, put through from the BBL Supercoach guys. You know, tr- buy, sell, holds. I was having a bit of a look at that this morning and it confirms some of the thoughts I'm having about trades and stuff. So um, give the guys a follow on all the socials. It's absolutely terrific stuff. And we'll be kicking off, um, you know, uh, NRL stuff soon as well. I think uh, you guys, because it's, we've got the team picker available and stuff. We will be doing sort of our initial team. So there's lots of content to be seen on both um, socials accounts for both of us. 
Yeah, just quietly, you and Whisperer for a podcast. How good. Yeah, well, I mean, he threw out the old, um, you know, because obviously Bruce um, having a having a break. And um, look, I, I kind of, I like talking to you. I like talking to Kando. I like talking to the Whisperer because we don't always just, we don't always agree. We don't always go the same way. Um, and I guess you just got to go with people who you feel like you can talk super coach with. And him and I talk off air a lot. And I did fill in for Brew last year. So it seemed like a pretty good mix. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Should be really good. Um, I'll probably still be doing my Sunday night pod and, um, you know, do reviewing the round. Um, that'll be an opportunity to get lots of guests on. I mean, I haven't asked what you do on Sunday nights. I'd, I'd love to have you oh, on as my permanent. Yeah. We'll have to see how your schedule looks. Yeah, see. Yeah. Um, now, look, the highlight of the round for me was probably Hales. I had him on field. He finally came good. Look, that's the thing about Hales. He starts sometimes slow and he sort of warms up to the tournament and then he just goes bonkers, tunned up. He was the only ton I got. I looped a saying I wasn't going to, you know, go anywhere else after a 98 was on the board. You VC'd Shadab, who absolutely came off. Um, he's got to be a highlight for you. Oh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's my highlight. I um, I really did enjoy watching him you know, take three far and do a bit of batting at four. He's bat. The greatest thing with all this is that his batting hasn't even feeling it up yet. He's averaging seventy three and a half. He hasn't scored over twenty yet. So when his batting finally clicks, there's there's an opportunity for a big score if he can get it all right in one game. Yeah, and I think if you've got Shadab <laughs> now, um, are you going to be here there for their double, or is he gone by then? I think he's there for the double. He leaves and he's back for like the last little bit of the regular season. Yeah, I mean that's really interesting because I've wanted Shadab and I've just I even had him in the team and made late changes once my loops had gone off. He's never found his way into my team. It could have been a even if I'd have sold Steckity instead of Ty last week, I would have finished you know over seven hundred. I I made my trades. I, I adjusted them so that I could keep Steckity and sell Ty. I mean. Just didn't pull the right strings last week, and it really annoys me. Um, look, obviously the low lights for me. There was a few. Um, Nisa on five points total after the the heroics of last week. I guess we needed him in the double. Um, but look, it wasn't great. He got tonked everywhere by Hales and Jilks and Steckity as well. Um, was not a highlight for me. Single digits as well. And look, um. I went on Philippi last week in preparation for this round and, you know, I was not impressed um, with what I saw from him. He finished yeah, no, I did, and that included I, a catch. Yeah. Well, I, I went early on him too, but I just know that that innings is right around the corner. And I've seen a lot of people not trading Philippi for this double, which I find interesting because mm. he feels like the kind of guy I get that has haven't been great so far this tournament. But he's the kind of guy that I know I would want for the double because he's bound to go off in one of these games. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think you've got you, – you, there's a lot of good bowlers to choose from in this round, you know, mm. so people are probably going to be trying their best not to get any batters if they can. Um, now, look, uh, so that was the highlights and the lowlights for me. If I'd just – if I'd have got like 40 points out of Nisa or Stekity, I mean, I had two players getting 10 between them, you know, and that's just going to have you – I had lots of other good scores, um, unfortunately, but those things, you know, there's a hundred yeah. points if because you had Shadab and because I had Nice, you know, or I had Steckity, oh, you know. I had both of those too. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. No, so I was on for like 800. I was on for like a 900 score and then these two come along and score nine points and I was filthy. I also managed to dodge uh, Naveed from the Sixers mm. who managed to score a grand total of zero points. Yeah, and bowl three overs, which I found yeah. remarkable. <laughs> yeah, that is remarkable. 
Well, I mean, look, so it is a fickle game. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. I really, I'm going to hit this one hard. I'm going to get the the three best players I think I can get um, to give myself an opportunity to have a, a good round this uh, week. Um, let's cover the news um, that is fresh and ready for us here. Stark's going to be out of the next test um, mm-hmm. with a finger injury. We already thought that Nisa was going to have a call up, but we now know that um, Cam Green um, yeah. is injured also on the finger. He's going to be out of the next test um, and he's going to be out of the big bash. So if you have him stashed on your bench, you know, he's just going to be there as a loop now, not um, as a play. Do we think that Nisa is all but gone? He, I mean, yeah. he'll play this round. Yeah, I think he will play this round. Because uh, he was, that was the only exception. That's because they just didn't have enough runs on the board, really. Um, and so I don't think I think he's very much a sell. This he, you can sell him this round. I think it's widely acceptable to now, knowing that this is probably his last game before all the Aussie Test stars come back. It wouldn't shock me to see him play for Australia within the next few days. That Sydney Test because. Um, they could call up a Ashton Agar or someone like that to be the second spinner and the all-rounder. They could put Nisa there. They could do a lot of things, but Nisa will undoubtedly be in the squad. Yeah, I think, um, look, sell candidates for me are Steckity and Nisa. So, you know, I kind of, with him being an all-rounder, well, you know, jewel yeah, yeah. yeah not an all-rounder but a jewel uh i don't know we'll see who i but they're both tradable you most likely to be one traded this week one trade next week but i think that if you have rns nisa owner i think you'll still get this round out of him most likely so mm-hmm. but i mean that you you might have been thinking i'll hold him all around if this single digit score last round wasn't enough to you know push your hand on the trade button he's a good chance of a fair chance of getting a call up um to replace one of the injured um players um, Faruqi's been released. Um, Kadir came in. He didn't look too bad. Actually, he looked better yeah. than I was, last time I saw him in the um, big bash. He looked a bit fitter and a bit faster. It was he, he changed his action a lot. He looked a lot more like Imran Taiki. Uh, but no, he was he was very good for them. Uh, very good. Uh, Tanzi Sano replacement for the time being. Uh, yeah, it's a shame about Faruqi that he was a bit stupid because he would have been a good uh, post. This round, around six targets, essentially, just for some death bowling, you know. Um, but these things happen. Yep. Um, Stoin and Nathan Coulter. Look, it makes sense for me, Nathan Coulter-Nile getting a rest at his age, and we always know that he's going to get managed. Why the hell are we resting Stoin when he's he had a, he's basically had a rest all tournament? He had COVID, sat on the frigging sideline with a towel on, and he's barely got a run on the board. All The, the uh, most work he's done in this big bash is he bowls – some overs. Yeah. Why, why no. is it managed? Um, well, I, I was like that too. And then I went onto the Honeyball website and saw that they were being managed because they were in Western Australia for Christmas and they would have had to fly over on Boxing Day morning. And then there were questions about their fitness after uh, Christmas and a flight. Decided not to risk it. Probably should have played. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what I, I don't know what I say to that. You're a friggin' cricketer, mate. I mean, Stoin's probably the highest play- paid with Maxwell at the club, really. Stoin's on some coin. I'll give you a double. Bloody earn your cash. You've absolutely been wretched, mate. Your team needs you. Just be a, a come with guy. If he was if it was on if it was the IPL, he'd be he'd be turning up 
wouldn't he? Because he want to stay in the team. It's just all right. Well, do what you want. Manage them all out. But I mean, Stoin has had an absolute easy tournament. Why is he? I was on the Ada was on the beers over Christmas, so I had Stoin picked on me bench. I didn't. Luckily, I didn't have him on field. He was on bench set up for a loop, and I obviously I wasted a loop. I could have looped. I could have used him, you know, as a loop because he wasn't going to play. I could have really done a lot with it and had a look at players. As it was, I was going in blind with um. Oh, what's his name from the Heat? Uh, Gut? Oh, no, not Guptal. He's uh, Munro. Munro. Oh. Right, at least. But I had to go in blind with him because I needed all the players, you know, that I had left in my team. Uh, well, let's yeah. just hope he plays next game, eh? It's, I mean, pretty easy old life being a cricketer if you're stoyed. <laughs> Play half the game, uh, then you know, just go out yeah. and get out on the first ball. Um, Baisley injured. Yeah, he's hurt his hamstring. Um, not clear if it's a long-term injury or just a management sort of thing with his leg. But, uh, yeah, didn't play. They gave Bartlett a crack. He was good with the bat, Bartlett. Um, not so much the ball, but then again, no one was last night. So it's mm. hard to really make a call. Uh, I, I think if Nice, I don't know if he's back today, if for Thursday, sorry. Um, I suspect not if he if he's got rested from you know two days yet yeah, last night back up in two days time probably not the wisest thing to do, um, but yeah if yeah I'll I'll hope you don't own him because I don't think he plays this week and I definitely sell him so yeah. I don't really know how much we're already out of the soft. Yeah, well, I mean, sell all the heat, mate. There's no reason to keep them now after their buy. They're not the most exciting team to, of players to own. Um, all right, and Joel Davies, he's the brother of Ollie. He's in, yep. in as a squad fill-up, isn't he? But he's not going to play. No, not going to play, but he's a 42K bat bowl. Um, so if, if you already own Connolly and you get into the back part of the season, um, well, then there's your guy because he'll come in. He won't play. And he's got dual position. He's 42,000. And I think later on in the tournament, the Thunder start to play a bit later in the rounds as well. Yeah, they do. 11, 12, 13, they play the last two games. Mm. So he'll be good. Um, yeah, he'll be good, um, you know, for your, for your loop purposes or if you've got enough out later on in the tournament. Um, all right, let's move on to the round four preview uh, review. We'll have a look at um, the games. We'll talk about the ho- highlight, low light. Um, and if we, there's any players in there that we think we should um, monitor um, for f- further on in the season, well, it should be known. Obviously, oh, we're gonna we're gonna do the round five preview, aren't we? So we'll go through the last round and do the uh, review of that first. First game we saw um, the Hobart Hurricanes uh, versus the uh, Renegades. Um, the Hobart Hurricanes got the job done. Your highlight. I'll let you go off first because you had yeah. a referee in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had Shadab Khan vice-captain. And I also, so that was a big highlight for me. Him getting three for was great. Um, and look, it was a pretty rubbish wicket, wasn't it? Like, it hmm. was just, there was a bit of nothing to it. I thought there would be, it was very small boundaries. So I thought it would be, you know, a bit more like one, 170, 180, 190 sort of scores. But no, it ended up being, 20 wickets in the whole match, which is not often you see that in the T20, is it? Yeah, and all the bowlers, really, were the ones yeah. that were the stars in the game. Um, 
for me, the highlight was Hussain. I brought him in and I put the VC straight on him. I, I looped him straight away in just basically 100. If you get 100 on a single uh, week, no teams on the double, you just take it. You had the VC on Shadab Khan. I assume you looped as well. Yep. Oh, I sure did. Yep. <laughs> um, any low lights for you? Um, not for me as an owner personally. Um, no, I actually did really well in this game. I duly Hussain and Shadab. Um, I've got a low yeah. light for you. Um, it was Sam Harper because he sucked ass so much. What What was Adrian's trade last week? I was like, I've got to get um, – I want to play my two premium keepers, so I'm just going to take the Hanscom Nuffy, <laughs> and then I can move my pieces around better. So Hanscom gets friggin' picked. Oh, I tell you what, I've I've like walked past I, – I have walked past a black cat while I walk, was walking under a ladder. Something's happened. <laughs> so I've brought in Hanscom oh. thanks to Harper, you bastard. Um, yeah. That's my low light. Yeah, no, that is – yeah, he got completely dropped from the squad, which I found yeah. quite yeah. shocking. I thought for sure that at the very least named him in the squad, but, you know. Oh, anyway. I mean, look, on, a, on a separate note, I mean, you're not going to play Hanscom. He's going to bat too low in the order, but he's, he's going to no. as well. But he just becomes a – not an A nightmare, but he does hurt you flexibility in your team. Yeah, uh, he, the one to monitor for me was David Moody with the three yeah, for 20 on. Yeah, yeah um, me too. He's got, yeah, big negative break even, only 80,000. Um, it remains to be seen whether or not he beats Will Sutherland out of the side because Sutherland nearly got them home in that yeah. game with the bat. So it'll be a tough call, uh, but you just monitor the toss really. I think they'll get more than one game whoever gets picked. Yep. Um, yeah. Anyway, your thoughts? Yeah, I am very interested in him. Look, I'm I'm probably looking like making my two main trades and having somewhere between 100 and 150,000 left depending on who I trade. Um I really love the look of him. You know, he's uh, he mm -hmm. looks good. He's the son of a he's got some pedigree about him with the in the family. Um yeah. and look, it'll be just whether he gets picked over Southern because we do know um Kane Richardson's going to come back into that team. Um, you know, you've got Guptal coming in as well. So there's going to be some movement around in that. Uh, and Sean, mm. Sean Marsh is back in as well, um, which we'll talk about when we get to the uh, round five preview. But Moody in under 100K with a nice negative break even. Um, he is one that I will certainly, you know, my third, I'm going to hold on my third trade. And if I see him picked in that team, I like to, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm sick of bringing in batters. And, and, you know, the other option is at 100K is sort of like a Majib. So, um, I don't know, I wouldn't mind taking a tickle on um, Moody. He looked good to me. Um, moving on to the next game, it was – oh, my phone's gone and closed down. Um, the next game uh, was the Sixers versus the Stars. Yeah, no. Um, so, highlight for me, um, well, I didn't own this player, but the best player here, by Webster, by Mile. I mm. mean, he was just – Outstanding, took a wicket, scored nearly 80 runs, didn't he? Yeah, 78 runs, a wicket, um, bowled four overs just about. You know, he was uh, sensational. I, I just don't know where this has come from. He's also just getting dual position as well. Yeah. Only player to do so. Yeah, I mean, you you were saying it's Stoin season once Maxwell is out. It was Bo Webster season. We just got yeah, the whole game. He is the, what yep. we thought Stoin could be. Yep, dead set. I thought Stoin would be scoring like this. Um, and he may still, I still have faith that he will because he just needs, if you give him five, if you just play five games straight, 
Well, he'll never do that. Get himself together. I'll never do that. It's too bloody. Never say never. Say never. Made, a, never made say a never. glass. Um, look, a highlight for me, um, look, it's not really a highlight, but I brought in Hayden Curry, scored 57. In, in the round that was last round, that was something good, I guess. Um, look, I got Philippi. He's a bad 16 points. I've got Tom Rogers. I, I didn't think he played. I thought Stoin sat out and Rogers sat out, but Rogers just sucked. Yeah, no. I was watching that game. Um, Philippi got 15 of his points on the second ball of the match. Yeah. <laughs> the stumping. So, you know, um, yeah, look, Tom Rogers, he just seems to find a way to get himself out. I think yeah, if he like, could just face more than 20 balls, he'd look stellar because a little, he's got starts so far this tournament, never really gone on with it. Yeah, well, maybe he's not going to hold on in the team for much longer if he yeah, keeps I don't know. I don't know. Um, look, it should be noted that Sean Abbott is, you know, not the Sean Abbott that I predicted he'd be at the start of the tournament. I don't know if that changes your thoughts about him being a trade target this week, but he's lost enough money to be very good value. Um, yeah. There's a couple of doubles for the Sixers, isn't there? So, yeah, no, I think you've got to go Sean Abbott. I, I, the fee factor in having him potentially follow the final over in both of these games and get three wickets in each one. You know, it would not shock me if he finishes with six wickets across these two games at scores 150, 160 points. I think you've got to own him uh, for sure at that price. Yep. Um, one to monitor for me. Obviously, they're relevant. The Sixers coming up to this next um, double. Uh, I guess the one that I'm sort of looking at was Vince. I wasn't convinced yeah. on anything I'd seen from Vince, but I'd really... Some people went early on Vince last week. They were very happy in the chats going, he's looking pretty good out there. Much like Hales has sort of started to warm up, I think Vince is starting to look like he's warming up a yeah. bit. I think this is a dead set bargain. If you don't believe in the buy, buy low, sell high mantra, then you don't really play super coach like you normally should. And I think James Vince is a massive buy low right now. You won't see him cheaper than what he is right now. He's 75,000. This is a guy who. I think was in the top five run scorers less than two seasons ago. He finished the season of BBL 10 or BBL, yeah, BBL 10 at $200,000. You've got to, you've got to own this dude at 76,000. Yeah. Sure. And I think, you know, the six is the first game up. So, you, you know, if you're going to go with a batter who's under a hundred K, just put him on your bench and put the loop on him. Yeah. He's a perfect mm -hmm. loop. If he goes out perfect. and scores 40 runs off 30 and you, you get a good, a good enough score to bring him in. It's just the perfect one. Some people are going to be grabbing a Guptal for 160. If you can't afford a Guptal, go a Vince. Put him on yeah, the bench and get a look at him. Um, moving on to the next game, um, we had the Perth Scorchers up against the Adelaide Strikers, two of the form teams. Um, mm -hmm. Highlight for you? Um, yeah, Matt Shaw. How does he keep doing it? Mm. Like he, he doesn't have to do well with the bat. He was he looked hopeless with the bat. Let's just be mm. frank. Jai mm. Richardson had him at C. He looked hopeless with the bat, and then he comes out with the ball and looks like I don't know the best off spinner of all time. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. Jai Richardson really did well too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, look, Matt Short is just the perfect all-rounder. It it's like um, Maxi. You know, when Maxi would get out for a duck, he'd just somehow take two catches and a grab a wicket. You know, like it's those points accumulators. And I'm just, you know, this week, obviously, we know the strikers are on a buy. I'm not selling Matt Short. I've sold um, Rashid Khan. I sold Sam's. I'm not going to sell um, Matt Short. You know, he's, he's uh -huh. just going to be my team all season long. Um, look, 
Oh, look, I'm going to say a highlight was Jai Richardson at 74 points. It was a nice bounce back after the week before. And I'm going to say one of the lowlights for me was AJ Ty because I, I held Steckity for five or whatever points and um, AJ went out and got an 89. So that was yeah. a string that I did not pull correctly um, and I regret it. No, I did the exact same thing as you, actually. I, I sold Ty. I was like, he's got some good money in him, but I... Steckity had just gone nuts in that double round. I was like, okay, well, I think we can make do with him. But that's a good enough buy. Uh, so I, I said bye-bye to Ty and, uh, yeah, backfired badly. But, hey, these things can happen. Um, it's not the end of the world, is it? No, still in 100. Um, Faf, if you bought Faf, I don't know. Apart from that one innings, it hasn't really gone well for you. Um, 16 points. And Siddle, he's gone off a cliff, mate. And it was some questionable um, captaincy there on Sids. I don't know if he's the best captain in the world. Just quietly on the side. No, I was. I was saying that. I was saying that as well. He's spent some <laughs> very ordinary captaincy. Why on earth? I oh, just made some stupid calls, didn't they? Like, yeah. you know, did, was this the game Thornton only bowled three overs, or am I thinking of a different game? Oh, I think he got four. It was the previous game. That got you the win in our bloody head-to-head. Um, all right, yep. moving on to the Sydney Thunder versus the Brisbane Heat. It was a pretty easy – it was a walk in the park on the old batting sense for the uh, Thunder to run that total down. The good for you? Um, well, I still own Jilks. Yeah. I still own Hales. So, yeah. I mean, that I wasn't too disappointed with that opening partnership. Oh, yep. That never ended. Uh, so, I, I just had Jilks as my emergency keeper still because I was like, what's the point in selling him? Yeah, $200 to a enough, you know, just keep him there and hope he gets dropped. But he won't be dropped, but he's going to make some money. So I'll cash out of him at some point. 111 yeah. points. He looks really good too. Oh, I tell you, well, he's looked good all season because he's absolutely yeah. been lacing it to Fieldsman. He, he's been, yeah. every shot, he's been smashing it. Um, But this, this week he got him past the field and he actually, I was just like, oh, mate, he is hitting him with authority. He looks great. Um, Look, the highlight for me was Hales. I, because of Stoin and... Bloody Stoin. I'll give him another sound effect. Um, I, I I had no choices of players to play. I had to play Munro and I had to play Hales. <laughs> and I played Hales and he came off, uh, which was really good to see. Um, Rossow, zero points. Didn't even get a run. Do you still have him? I, I didn't. I went, I held Hales over or so. Thank goodness oh, for that. I was yeah. like, who am I? Who am I more scared of? Not owning Hales or so. That's what I told you. You Listen to me. In the current form, the way that it's been going in the Big Bash, it's probably Alex Hales I'm more scared of. I will hold on to him and I'll sell on the side. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My bads are going to be Nisa, five points. After when you go from song to lowest score of the round, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. And it does hurt. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. he, look, they got the tonk, you know, and he got out for yeah. a, a golden duck with the bat as well. Um, look, there's no shortage of bads in there as well because Swepson, <laughs> go with Agar if you need, if you're going to go into two spinners into the next test. Because what's going right. on with Swepson? He's bowling rubbish. Getting he, smashed. I, I just, he looks just outright awful right now. I thought he was. You know, 50k undervalued going into this season, and now I think he was 50k overvalued. Um, oh, but no, the entire Brisbane Heat team managed to score 161 points. 
Yeah. It's 11 players for 161 points. So my low light was the entire Brisbane Heat team. Oh, How you managed to score oh, yeah. less than 200 points as a team is astounding. I'm in head-to-heads. I was 5 out of 10. I had Nisa and Steckity to come. I was like, I'm going to gobble you all up. I'm going to be 9 out of 10 leagues. Five points from each of them, you bastards. Oh, goodness me. Moving on now to um, the upcoming round, round five preview. Trade targets, um, buy low players, strategy for the round, and how many numbers. Let's talk about trades. What are your trades for this week? Yeah, this is going to be an interesting topic. Um, So what I've done so far is I have taken out, um, get it up here. Yeah, I've taken out Paddy Dooley, Michael Lisa. And uh, Matthew Short, and mm. I have brought in Kane Richardson, Sean Abbott, and James Vince. Yeah, I mean, and do you have loads me... of cash in the bank. Oh, I have, have one hundred eighty thousand left over, and I could sell someone else, but I want perfectly functioning bench loops. So right now, I have perfect loops. So what I've done is I've left the 180,000 there and I will just be doing against the match short next round. Yeah. All right. All right. I read you. Um, yeah, I mean, I like those. You're not feeling nervous about Kane Richardson um, averaging 30 for the year? No. Nah, I, I know he'll find a way. There's, the week is everyone owns him and the renegades are relevant is always the week that he does well. So yeah. I'm I'm not playing, too nervous about playing, it. The sixes, gets, playing the sixes both games. Yeah, and they've been, you know, a bit rubbish, to be honest with you. All right, oh, they've right. been great so far. Okay, I, I dig it. Um, let's talk about my trades. I've only done two of them so far. I've got rid of Henry Thornton. I probably should have got rid of him last week with um the high high be, but. I'm blaming it on the beverages because I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, my hold Henry Thornton all year. <laughs> it's not that's that's Ado on the drinks thoughts, you silly man. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna get rid of him. He's worth two hundred and eight thousand. That's why I can hold Matt short because I've got two players there that I can bust off. Um, both you know, of them are obviously from the same team and on the buy. So I think I want to hold Matt Short now ahead of um, Thornton, just much more of a reliable scorer. And I've got Steckity actually at the moment. That could be Nisa. Uh, well, I'm going to say, are you holding Steckity? Did you have Steckity? I, I, I did have Steckity and I am holding Steckity because they're back up in Queensland. And I don't think that the openers are going to fire, you know, two games in a row. And we know, well, Nisa will be there, won't he? Uh, but no, I have, I have some faith that he's going to get a few wickets if he jumps again. All right, so you're 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 selling Nisa, you're holding Steckity. Look, I think yep. for me, I really feel like now with the injuries that Nisa's probably a chance to go into the test team. And look, if worst comes to worst and you've got to hold someone, you'd rather hold a player that you know is going to be in there for the rest of the tournament, which would be Steckity. So it could well be um, Henry Thornton and um, Nisa out and Abbott and Tom Rogers in. Um, look, my third trade is one I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm kind of, I could just piss off Tom Rogers or Swepson now and get onto a James Vince. Um, I'm interested in that Moody. I think I'd probably go Moody um, ahead of Vince if he's picked. Yeah, um, I probably would too. Yeah, so, I mean, look, that third trade, I can get rid of a cheap sort of dead-end player um, and get one of these, you know, doubles. I prefer probably a sixer because they've got a couple of doubles as well. That's probably going to be my third trade. Um, 
and I, I just want to get a bounce back. You know, part of me sort of says get rid of a Munro um, and go um, up to Guptal. But I just, you know, if it just reeks of faff to me going these 160K bats, and it might as well just as well be Vince for 70 and you get rid of one of your dead weights. Munro's a good one that if your loop doesn't come off, you can just play Munro. He was slow in that game last night, but I think it was, it felt like a, playing the conditions and getting back to form sort of game by, by him. And he's one of those players that he, he'll be such a pod if he comes off. You know, he, I like that kind of feeling. He's one of those players that you're like, oh, whoops, Gupta went off and scored 150 super coach points and only 2% of people own him. So I'm kind of, in a way, just like, well, let's hold him. He's just a little Trump card. He's got some Trump about him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's going to leave me with one, two, three, four, five, six people on the double. I'm not counting Pete Hanscom because I'm not going to play him. Um, I think that's the minimum. Yeah, I think so too. You've got to, as we said at the start, heading into this preseason, we said three from each team at every game, every round. Um, and I've got, what is it, seven. Is that correct? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven. Um, yeah, look, I'm not complete. I, I, I wouldn't mind Tom Rogers if I could find a way. But I think I've got five outright bowlers. So the question is, do I want to sell Naveed? Mm. Right? If Naveed's not named tonight, I think I would um, undo a trade and probably sell Naveed. To- do you have, do you yeah. have any boosts left? I've got one. I'm not really keen on using it yet. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be if I were you. Um, yeah, so look, that's interesting. Look, um, yeah, I think... I'm going to go with six. I'm going to try to make, you know, I think Tom Rogers, Sean Abbott, Asain, Kerr, Philippi, that's premium. I've gone quality over quantity, and I could go a cheap and nasty. Well, not a cheap and nasty. It'll be my six as a, as a bench loop, and I'm okay with that. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm going to try to hold some quality players in my team, and um, I don't want to sell three good ones. I'll just sell two good ones and a shit one, you know, this week and try to hold on to some decent ones. Um, Of the low-priced um, options, give me a yay or nay. We've obviously discussed Vince. We don't mind. He looked like he, you know, I think on pedigree, and um, what we saw from him um, is an improvement. What about his opening partner um, in Curtis Patterson? Any interest? I haven't really loved yeah. what I've seen from him. No, he hasn't quite fired yet, but, you know, he is one of those batsmen that if he just gets away, he will be a massive pod on a double round. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you, were, if you were a braver man than I am, and I can consider myself a bit too ballsy with my super coach selections, mm-hmm. then I, I think you should you could go with uh, Curtis Patterson as a bit of a left field pick. Yeah, I reckon so too. And that's what I was going to say. If you are down in 1,000th and you want to do something that's not the same as everyone else's trades, make a pun. Um, I've had a few questions through because Moises obviously had a ripping game last round. Are you pro mm. Moises? Uh, look, this is my reasoning why I'm not. And it's not just because he's past scores. It's because with the way the Sixers lineup works, you're never going to see the same batsman fire two games in a row. There's mm. always a random one here and there. It's why I think Curtis Patterson is potentially due. Mm. It's why I think James Vince is potentially due this round as well. Um, and who knows, still he might be as well. You never know, but it's never the same batsman two games in a row. And I could see Henrique missing out both these games this round. 
Yep, good shouts. Let me throw a couple of other names at you quickly. Um, Sean Marsh, back this round. Is he going to be short of a gallop? Um, I don't think I could, in all good consciousness, pick someone, a 39-year-old batsman, first game back after missing a month because he, his uh, calf was just a little bit sore. It wasn't a badly injured calf or anything. It was just mm. a, you know, a slight twinge. It was, yeah, I, I think I'll pass. I don't think I'm going to go anywhere near him. Um, but as I said, if, you, if you're a braver man than I, um, go for your life. Uh, Dan Christian, it's not a Dan Christian season. Moises doesn't bowl him and he's not getting a bat. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed because if he had just had a good game, he just had a good role, even, not even a good game, if he had a good role this last round, Gordon, 80,000 for someone who's that sick of a few overs would have been spectacular. But he doesn't look even remotely likely. And the fact that uh, about 10% of teams own him is a bit stupid too. So I don't think I'd go near him. Just, But it is a shame. It is a shame that he's not being used properly. Yep. And one last name I want to mention, because I'm thinking about him as well, is um, Majib, uh, 45 points. You know, he's not setting the world alight, but he's getting slightly better every bloody game, it seems. Yeah. Look, 21, 31, 50, 45. Yeah, he's pretty solid. He's the type of guy that I would have backed him for, you know, 90 to 110 points in the doubles. Yeah. Solid, consistent scores. Um What's that ground called? Geelong's a bit of a spinny wicket as well, and he's mm. playing there. So there's a lot to like. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's something there. Yep. And obviously, we mentioned Moody. If he's picked, I, I like the look of him too. Yeah. Um, I think you've got to have him if he's yeah. picked. Yep, definitely. Um, strategy for the round. Um, obviously, we're going to have six in there. So if you can get it, I think you've said your trades there are set up to have the perfect bench loops. Who are the ones that you're going to want to have a look at on your bench in your team? Yeah, so I'm having a look at Vince and Naveed. I think yep. I'm pretty happy to just outright play everyone else. Uh, but Vince, you know, pure batsman, very much an all or nothing sort of player. Uh, Naveed, you know, I'm a bit more confident now that it looks socks just about confirmed out. Yeah. Um, so I'm a bit more confident in Naveed, but... You know, I just, I'm a bit scarred by that zero. I didn't play him, mm. but I'm not, I'm just conscious that, you know, he's not a walk up starter. I don't yep. think anymore. Just play him, and if he does well, I'll benchmark second. He's pretty simple. Nice. Um, now, there's no Jordan. What's going on there? Is, is he, he's not here. He's not going to be playing this round. Uh, well, he's not playing this the first game. game. Yeah. yeah. So he has a bad back, apparently. Bit of, yeah. uh, Nerves, spasm issues. Oh, I'm like, well, don't fly in, mate. Stay home. In the workload, which is, sounds ridiculous when you're only bowling four overs, but nevertheless, it exists. You're still getting up to that point. Yeah, well, I mean, whoever is my third trade is going to be the one that I get a look at on the bench. Um, I'm happy to play all the rest of my other ones. Um, and look, VC-wise... You know, I think there's going to be a few popular choices. Obviously, you, you're not going to get a VC on a sixer and then getting a captain on a, a renegade because they play the first game. So you're going to have to take a pick from both the teams in the double round, which is going to be good for Super Coach because we're going to have some varying ones. I think most people are going to go probably as a, a, a Sane or they're going to go a Sean Abbott. 
that's where you're looking towards a VC from these teams? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think I will be probably heading in the direction of a death bowler. So probably, you know, Sean Abbott or Kane Richardson, probably more so Sean Abbott. Uh, but I, I'm not actually a fan. Actually, now that I say that loud, I'm not a fan of, I think, Kane Richardson. If the Renegades do bowl first, I'm probably biasing Akil Hussain this round. Yeah, I kind of like the look on oh, just the class of Abbott. I, you know, I reckon over the round you'll yeah. get junk time wickets. Um, okay. Another one that interests me, I guess, is, you know, if, if you're going to go, um, you know, loose with a, a VC, you can go a Kerr or a Philippi, you know, but I just reckon um, Hussain or Abbott will probably be the popular ones. Look, Tom Rogers, you, you could, for the money that you've got, you could go Tom Rogers instead of Kane Richardson, but you're going to f- choose Kane over um, Tom Rogers. Is the reason yeah. for that? Just going on his um, pedigree um, and his reliability. I'm not convinced that I will. I may. I've just reversed my trades, and I'm trying to think about you know whether I am going with Kane or Tom Rogers, and what's the benefit, what's the uh, risk. Uh, but no, I think I may end up going with with Tom Rogers, particularly if they're managing Kane Richardson like they are. You never know. Mm. Yeah, and I'm just Tom Rogers. I think is warming up into his role. He's 178,000. He's, I think, he's looking pretty good to me. I had a look yeah. at him last round, just thinking about this round, and I was like, oh, I like the look of him, and he's, a, you know, a good solid bowl. Um, I reckon you'll get 100 points at least over the round. So, um, yeah, that's my strategy. Captain wise, obviously, you can go take a VC out of those double teams in round one. Um, you're going to have to go a single. Probably for your captain, unless you go straight up captain. Unless you go captain Sean Abbott, and then you don't have to worry about all of this VC looping stuff. I think um, Jai Richardson looks like a good captain for mine back at Optus Stadium against a fickle old um, Melbourne Stars batting lineup. What do you reckon? Jai Richardson, yeah, I think I'm going to captain him at Optus Stadium. Um, I, I do like it. Uh, he averages something like the 100 Optus Stadium in the past couple yep. of years it feels like the right call for me uh, i don't imagine i'll be looking anywhere else good stuff um what do we got next you've got the power surge analysis uh, yes. talk us through it all right so i was having a look you know yesterday um what teams are doing well in the power surge you know what teams aren't how is how is that affecting super coach because i've noticed that a lot of um the uh, bowler-friendly landscape is actually come, comes down to a lot about the power surge. So I was like, let's have a look and see which teams are doing well on the power surge, which teams aren't, mm. you know. So what I've got here is I've seen that, you know, um, I've been through each of the games. I've seen how each team's done with bat and ball in the power surge, and I've looked at it. And what we've got here is that um, essentially the Perth Scorchers are just the best team in the power surge, which I don't think is very surprising because they've got an explosive middle order yep. and a lethal bowling attack. So on average, they're scoring almost 30 runs in the power surge and not lo- only lose, not even losing a wicket around mm. only half a wicket a yep. game, so a wicket every four overs in the power surge, essentially. Um and then when they're bowling, they're off, on average they're taking just over one wicket a game in the power one wicket in the power each power surge, and they're not even conceding ten runs and over during it. You know, no. and what does that? What, why am I mentioning this? Because your power surge bowlers do pick up wickets, and if you're if you've got 
you know, your big death bowlers, they're often bowling power surge overs. And if you're bowling to a team that struggles during the power surge, like the Hobart Hurricanes do, then you might, you know, that's sort of a match-up sort of thing there. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And when you're thinking about uh, players... Hurricanes? Yep. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, when you're thinking about players, I mean, you know, looking at that sort of stuff, you know, I mean, look, I think going tie out and holding on to Steckity was probably a good choice. Um, but, you know, maybe when you're thinking about players that you're happy to play in your team, uh, you know, if you see them coming up against a team like the Gades, for instance, who are not good in, if you're thinking about a bowler, you know, that you weren't sure on, that that could be, uh, you know, get you over the line. Yes, I will play them. They're a little bit fickle in the power surge. Yeah. And so if you've got, let's say you, uh, you owned let's go with uh, Jai Richardson and you saw that he was versing the Hobart Hurricanes who lose on average two wickets in each of their power surges and only score 18 runs you know uh, you might say well I really do want to play him or if you've got or I really do want to captain him sorry and if you've got like, like some pod bowler like let's go with you know Henry Thornton now that everyone's sold him he'll be a pod again mm-hmm. and he's versing uh, the Brisbane Heat, you know, they don't, on average, they lose a wicket in the power surge as well. Mm. And so, they, yeah, they score a few runs, but they're not that good. Well, there's two wickets. You know? So they, you know, they, yeah. they score all right, but they, they lose wickets doing it. So, yeah, you know, there could be a chance of the wickets are king for if you're a bowler. Exactly. And that's why I was like, let's have a look at that. Let's see how this links back. Essentially, what you don't want to do is you don't want to have a bowler bowling to the Perth Scorchers during a power surge because they're going to score 30 runs. And you might want to have batsmen against the Sydney Sixers in the power surge because they, on average, will concede 35 runs during it and don't even take and don't even take less than half a wicket. On oh. average, they'll get a wicket every four power surge. Aaron Finch you know. season, then get him in, Finchy. He was saying as well, you know, all these middle later order batsmen. That's where you're looking at. Um, they're gonna, they can see overs, they can see runs the sixes in their power surge, and that's why I felt like, you know, there's something here. Let's let's look at it and let's talk about it. I wanted a saying to get Jewel scored some yeah, runs. I was surprised he didn't actually. Like he batted well, he's batted enough and well enough to get it. Yeah, well enough but, for hey, sure. Well, Luke Woods a bloody all rounder. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's all good stuff. Let's go in and um, go to the viewer questions. I've got some questions in here for you. I'll kick it off with uh, how can we find everyone's break-even? Break-even. So you can either look on the Supercoach website. Um, they post, they have their, you know, if you have Supercoach Gold, you'll be able to see you know, um, all the break-evens on each player. Uh, but if you don't have Supercoach Gold, um, you're basically left, with, you know, uh, BBL pages posting break-evens. Uh, I know it's quite a lot of a hassle for some. So they don't all do it. Um, but, you know, a page like Honeyball on Instagram, they do the uh, key, the high and low break-evens for each round. Uh, it's just whether or not you want to wait around for that, I don't know. Otherwise, you're pretty much just going to, I don't know, crack the formula. Yeah, look, if you have gold, just go to players, Go over to the top right box and go filter it by all coaches. Then you can actually see what the ownership is, what what the tr- how, what the percentage of trade ins this week are, 
what the captain and vice captain percentages are, and you can also filter it by the lowest BE or the highest BE um, as well. That'll give you a chance to look at what everyone at. So, I mean, look, the lowest BE for this week is Bo Webster, the star of last round. He's got a minus 55 BE. So, and at 149 um, K, he's going to stand to make some good money. Alex Hales is at a nice negative break even as well. That's why people are asking me whether they should bring him back into their teams. And that's why you and I are very interested in David Moody, who's got a nice minus 20 BE and potentially on the double um, this round. So that's how you can look at that. Um, moving on to the next question. Um, do we even want Abbott for the double? I think you've already answered that. We feel yeah. confident that he's somebody that you could very much regret if he, if he comes off. Yeah, no. Like, he's a sort of guy that doesn't even need to play well to do well in Supercoach. He can easily take three wickets and go for 40 runs, which we've been saying this whole time. He doesn't need to go well him to score well in Supercoach. Yep. So um, this feels really painful for me. Yep. Give me three pods for next round. Three pods. Uh, well, I just posted that this morning. So let's just, just report oh, yeah, yeah, the post yeah. Yep. There's some pods to right. choose from. Um, <laughs> I, had came, I had Tom Rogers down as a pod. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah I um, yeah, Tom Rogers, no ownership. He'll be bowling surge and maybe some death. So, you know, that's pretty good to me. Kane Richardson's also up there. Mm. Um, he's not highly owned because he's been a bit rubbish, but he should come good at some point. Yep. Here's a question. And, it's more of a comment, really. Yeah. Um, are the wheels falling off for Ado? He was terrific in round one, and then he's been dog shit ever since. Oh, brutal. That's a bit harsh. That's you, mate. Oh, look, I'm still in the 100. I'm in 100 yeah, overall. Exactly right. I mean, um, that's a very hard. Yeah, it's very harsh. I'm not even going to grace that with an answer. Ado's going for a big bounce back this week. When does Shadab Khan leave the BBL? You say it's um, just after their double. So yeah. if you do hold him, if you've got him, you hold him after last week's performance until he goes. Yeah, exactly. Definitely hold on to him. Um, is Jackson Bird worth having a crack at? Wow. Um, That's a pod. That is a pod. That's a pod. Yeah. He's a pod. He's under a hundred thousand, I think. Uh, lots of there's definitely money to be made. I would bench Luke in for sure. If you own of these, then I wouldn't go near Jackson Bird. Um, it, it's it's ballsy. It's ballsy. I'll give him that. It's ball. It's a ballsy pick. I'm if he, not sure. If he's there for game one, like of their yeah. double, would you take yeah. a punt? Yeah. I, I personally wouldn't, but that's that's just because I don't need to. You know, if you don't have Naveed and Moody doesn't get named and you need someone at that price and, you know, you're not a fan of bringing in another batsman, then I think you could go with Jackson Bird, but I wouldn't do it with a whole heap of confidence. Fair enough. Um, Vince or Guptal as a pod? Uh, Vince, cheaper. Just, just the same feeling, really. So, yeah. Yeah, Vince, for me, just on the value. Um, How am I going to get rid of this Lith guy? Uh, you're not. He's 55,000. He screams Joe Clark of last year or Andre Fletcher from the year before that. He's bound to have a big score. I myself was looking at him as a bit of a, you know, buy low, cheapy candidate post this round because I always do this and it always works. So, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't mind. To, it'd be hard to, to buy, I reckon, but huh? you, know, you could definitely hold him. Yeah. 
Um, oh, right. someone's getting straight in on the old um, NRL stuff here. Pele, good value if he gets a bench spot. Oh, wow. for Aaron Clark at 13. We're not in uh, NRL. We'll talk about that on the, when we get to the okay. NRL stuff. Like, yes and yes to both of those. But, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, Mitchie, um, I like both of those shouts. Um, where can we um, save some salary? Are the high? Oh, he's still asking NRL questions. It's Mitchie again. I'm not even asking it. You can ask me any questions you've got. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. I'll get them up here. Sorry, my phone's just going nuts. People have decided to message uh, about their super coach questions right during recording. Like, how good is that? So, where is it? Here we go. Um, right. Let's start off with our first question. Um, here is. Oh, this is all break even questions. Um, who are your top three renegade players to get? Um, well, if you don't own a saying, I'd be getting him in quick smart. Um, I reckon you've got to have him. Uh, number two, I reckon, is probably look, I'm saying it's Rogers. Um, I just reckon I feel a little bit more confident on his, you know, he seems to be a bit more durable and you know, I guess, look, they rested Kane Richardson last round, so I feel confident that they were resting him to be good for these bo both double games. So I'd probably have him at three. Um, and, look, you know, he hasn't been superb this um, comp so far, but he, he does have the pedigree. So I feel confident that he'll be good over these this double. But for me, it's the same Rogers, and then into Kane Richardson, I'd probably – have a guptal just behind um at 160 you know we haven't seen any of him this tournament and it'd be a real punt taking him but he is he he can he can go off you know a la yeah. hail style no that's right and um you know i think you're spot on there okay uh the next one here i have is you try and pick one out of kane richardson tom rogers or majeed Look, I would have Tom Rogers. That's where I've gone personally. Um, I just reckon it's a hundred points over there. And that's the thing about Kane Richardson. He's reliable and he'll get a hundred points over the round. You can take your pick out of those two. And I really feel confident they'll get close to a hundred. They get 70 to a hundred over the double. Um, look, Majib, he just feels like 40, you know, 30, 40, 50 type as well. I don't really see a big hundred coming out of Majib. So um, out of the out three of them, I just feel like um, Tom Rogers is the one that could take three wickets. I, that's how I feel. And that's why I've got mm. him ahead. Um, Kane Richardson, I think, is, you know, the kind of player that can get you a couple of wickets a game. I just reckon, it. you know, sometimes like Tom Rogers is just on fire. You know, it's just one of those games that he has. He's just got that in him a little bit. So, um, you know, I'm going to go with him personally. But I reckon um, Majib would be third on the list. Yeah, I think I agree. Uh, we'll go with a couple more. A few of these are very specific. Um, Sock, Jordan, and Kay Richardson. Rank them in order for me. Well, um, Sock is out, it yeah, looks like, um, to Jordan's me. Jordan is out too, so it's a nice easy one. Yeah, Kay Richardson, just get in. Um, here you go. And we'll go with the final one. Uh, oh, no, two more. There's a good one here. Um who do you think plays in the Renegades 11? Sutherland or Moody? Well, I mean, it's one of those ones. Uh, that's why I've impressed um, trade on my third trade because it could go either way, I think. He was 
absolutely sensational um, in that game, Moody. Um, and look, uh, uh, so was Sutherland with the bat. Basically, um, you know, that all-roundedness of him, I think they like in their team. So you got to, I think they're going to bring in an out-and-out bowler in Kane Richardson. So part of me feels like they're going to just stick with Sutherland. Um, but look, I'll be all over Moody at the toss if he's picked in that first game. Yeah, I think I agree. I think Sutherland might suit their team balance a bit better. Um, and in the event that um, Sutherland is named, I don't mind a look at uh, Nick Madison because he all of a sudden becomes a very relevant bowler now. He's the sixth bowler. Mm. And if Sutherland's playing, he won't bowl four overs. He'll be lucky to bowl more than two, maybe yep. one. So, and Madison does like to bowl himself. That's right. So um, if I, I might be bringing him in. If it's Moody, um, Madison doesn't get because Moody will bowl his four. Um, yeah. If it's Sutherland, you can you know you think that someone's going to pick up some overs. Anything else? Yeah. Um, here you go. We, yeah, these trades are a bit rubbish, but okay. Um, he's saying, what, what do you think of this? Nielsen, Lynn, Faruqi, and Basley out, and Jukes. Join us, Kerr and O'Keefe in. No. no. I think it's, you know, we talked a, a little while ago about moving all little pieces, yeah, and you're clearing your decks of some of the, um, you know, not great players. But let's not forget the Jilks has just had one good innings, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, Stoinis, it's been a tournament uh, from hell for him, um, and O'Keefe is not going to be good for this game. So you've got to probably rethink the strategy. Look, the one big piece you've got in there is Baisley, and I agree with trading him out. Uh, look, get a Vince in, you know, instead of a Jilks or a Stoin, because he's relevant for this round. I've got two doubles coming up, and there's some actual good value under 100K options from the Sixers. So that's what mm. I've been doing. Getting See, because that's not a small piece. It's getting rid of some of your trash. And it's bringing in yeah. double players, which is a, and you can get some low price. There's some good value in these double players. Forget about yeah. Jilks. Forget about Stoin. If you don't have them, you're lucky. You don't have them. You know, Jilks yeah. went well this round, but don't look backwards. Look forwards. Yeah, I agree. Um, but so he's, he does want to trade Nielsen, right? But yeah, he's got yeah, even on the buy, like he could actually be a good use to you this week. Well, he could be good use to you. Better use than my hand scum is. Yeah, exactly. You don't <laughs> want to trade Nielsen to Hanskin just because yep. he's on the double. I think I just told Nielsen probably. Yeah, probably. Um, all right. Well, that's the questions. Let's move on to the yeah. trade trends. We'll go through this nice and quickly because we're up there on time. Tell me whether there's anything that sticks out to you as odd. Number one on the list for trade it out is Rashid Khan. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense to me. I mean, so much point owning him right now, particularly when he's on the buy. He's also in a bit of a cold patch, but that just means the hot patch is right around the corner. So you're bringing in rounds, you're bringing in next round. Uh, he'll be one of the more trading people, I suspect. Yep. Matt Short. Um, yeah. 254000 he's worth a mozza. Yeah, I'm a fan of, you know, trading him and catching out of the coin right now and then bringing him back next round. I just think the money is very useful to you this round. All right. Um, Darcy Short. Hundred seven thousand yeah. he's worth now. It's not the tournament for him, is it? It's not. But I think he's one to monitor until Shadow Khan goes. Once Shadow Khan's gone for a little bit, then I think he goes back to bowling a few overs a game. Yeah, I like it a lot. Be seventy thousand yeah. then. Um, Tim David, um, 
is being sold by 4.1%? Yeah, you're going to get these sort of games, you know. Um, he's going to be up and down. He's probably at he's probably at his peak value last round. And, um, yeah, I mean, good on him. He had a couple of good games there. And, yeah, he, he, he's more of someone I'd rather watch than home. Yeah. Matthew Kuhneman, get rid of all your heat players. No arguments there, 95,000. Chris Lynn, it's, you know, we said don't go Chris Lynn. It didn't work out terribly for people who took him in the first round, but it hasn't been, he's not one of those ones you could hold season long, is he? No, he's not a season keeper. He was a double game merchant, uh, nothing more in my eyes. Once he scored that 92, I was like, you take your win and you move on. Yep, Nisa. He was a star last round. He's being sold this week. Agree? Yeah, um, I think I definitely agree. I think he's. It's only a matter of time until he'll be. It, it will be a mere formality when he calls up the Australian squad. I yep. mean, that's just going to happen. Let's just not beat around the bush there. So, um, Matthew Wade yeah. is the next one. One hundred fifty-two thousand. He's going to be back for this game. Uh, yeah. So interesting thing how he got suspended. That was a bit weird. You know, he got suspended for third on-field indiscretion in 18 months. Yep. They missed the game. Now he's got the bye. So really last round was the round to sell him. Yeah, last round was the round to sell him. Were you on the the ball on Christmas Eve midday when he was announced that he was suspended? Not everyone would have been. So you're probably selling him this week. Yeah, I mean, he's like we said, having a, a blue dot in your that you can put into keeper is handy um, yeah. if you've got three keepers. Um, number nine on the list is Andre Russell. That makes sense. He's yeah, gone. Yeah. Number 10 on the list is Steckity. Um, look, mm. I think, you know, Nisa and Steckity, you you prefer to hold um, Steckity, and I'm sort of mm. leaning towards that way as well because I have fears over Nessa being called back up with all those injuries. Yeah. The other thing to note is that Sekhi does have previous pedigree, even in a trash heat team. Yeah. So it's not like he needs them to do well to get it done. He just, everything just went wrong for him and the heat last night, really. Yep. So I mean, sometimes I people just, that. yeah, sometimes people just react. Like Jilks has been absolute garbage all tournament, has one good innings and everyone wants to bring him in. Mark yep. Steckity is very reliable and they just got the tonk. And hails, it was a hailstorm and a jilks o'clock, you know, game. And you have those games, it's an anomaly, you know, Steckity's yeah. quality. And I, I reckon you can hold him. I think Nisa is quality as well for that reason. And you could hold him, but there is the fears that he's going to move on to the test team. Um, let's have a look at the most traded in. Um, number one on the list is Sean Abbott. We have talked about that. It's a good thing, even though he hasn't been the greatest. Um, for Sean Abbott style, um, yeah. playing this year. No, I think I think you've got to be smart and you've got to realise that Sean Abbott is a gun death bowler, probably the best death bowler in the comp. Um, and yeah, he should be vice captain by most, if not yep. all. Um, David Moody, people are going pulling the trigger early. Wait and see if you. Um, yeah, I would have waited. I think you just got to. Wait, make a call. If you like the call, then you pull the trigger, but don't pull it just yet. Yep. Uh, number three on the list is Hayden Kerr. Um, if you didn't own Hayden Kerr um, and you didn't own um, Kane Richardson or you didn't own Rogers, how would you rank it? Um, mm, tough. That's a very that is a tough question. Um, yeah. Tom Rogers, I feel like, is probably 
Uh, no, I think I'd go Hayden Kerr number one because Hayden Kerr is also a death bowler. Plus, he does a bit of batting, and he's and he's you know he's he's very underrated with the bat. Yeah. Um, and then number two, I'd have Tom Rogers, and number three, I'd have Kane. Um, but if I could, I'd own all of them. Yep. Well, look, that's the difference. Hayden Kerr's averaging 66 and Tom Rogers is averaging 66.5. That's how close they are. Um, Moises Enriques um, is number four on the list. He's under 100K. He's lost 50K for the year, which is why it seems a little odd to me. Um, but it was an 87 in the last game and it was fantastic. The scores before that, 34, two donuts and an 87. Would you be bringing in Moises? Oh, I don't see the appeal. I mean, as I said before, no sixes batter will score well two games in a row, you know. Like, it's just, it's so volatile. I I don't think I'd go anywhere near him personal. I wouldn't. I'd prefer that to be Vince, um, or I'd even prefer that. I mean, look, actually, some people have got this weird theory that are sending to me going, don't go the openers, go these batters at um, four, five, six, because, you know, the openers are stinking it up this tournament. Yeah, so it's working out yeah. for players like um, old mate Webster and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Like, I guess there is some merit to it, isn't there? Yeah, it seems like this this year that it is this yeah. uh, season for it. Um, look, you know, if you're catching up, you know, and you've got to play catch up, it, it could be a move that comes off for you. But I just don't get it. Number five on the list is saying he would yeah. be my number one target if I didn't have him. Yeah, no, I think if you don't own him, you just drop everything. I would probably sell Matt Shaw outright just to get a heel saying this round. I think he's that important. Um, for some for a guy who I wouldn't have put as your leading point scorer or yeah. leading, you know, the guy and super coach probably this season outside of Matt Shaw. You mm. know, I, he just he's on fire, isn't he? On fire. It's doubled in money. Um number six on the list is Josh Philippi. You might as well. He hasn't been great. Yeah. Um but no the, you just get the sense that there's a big 80, 91 game around the corner. I think, you know, it just feels, it feels feeling not tiny, you know, does Yeah. Um, he's one that can hurt you. And so if you don't, if you go and uh, antipod these ones that can hurt, Sean Abbott and Josh Philippi, I would be terrified watching the Sixers go about their business if I didn't know those mm. players. Um, Bo Webster is number seven on the list. Um Stoyan is going to come back in this game. You think that that yeah. might hurt Webster's overs? I don't think look. If Stoyan is there, he doesn't bowl. That was evident in that game against the Scorchers. He didn't bowl one bit. Um, he does bat at three, though. So you just got to look at him a bit differently. You're looking at him as a pure batsman. Yeah, and he's got um, money so- to make. He's got the lowest break even of the week. So strategically for money... Um, He's up against yeah. the Perth Scorchers, pretty good bowling yeah. outfit. So I don't know if I'd do it. I don't know if I would either, but he's tall, long levers, probably lends itself a bit more to uh, off the stadium with the bounce. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it'll just be about, you know, your team layout, I think, and how many doubles you already have. Yeah, well, that's right. If that if you're getting Bo Webster, means you're going in with five or four. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be doing it. Uh, number eight on the list is Martin Guptill, 160k. People are just going in. Fifteen hundred and fifty-two people taking a punt on Martin straight from the offset. I mean, he's coming in on the double. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a brave pick. I'll give him that. Give him that. But um, he's not for me. I don't think. Not at the price, and then you've got cheaper bats with the same ceiling. 
Yeah, I mean, look, he is. A, it's it's hard to punt 160, you know, on a on a you know person straight away on their first game. Um, number nine on the list is Will Sutherland. I don't know about this. 55,400. He may not even get picked. Um, but also, you know, the scoring is not, he, he's actually lost money for the season and he's worth 55. It's been a three, a 13, a 13, and, you know, easily his best game of the tournament last round with a 60. You are a glutton for punishment if you're going to be bringing in um, Will Sutherland. Yeah. I, I The only reason you could justify bringing in Will Sutherland is that there's no Andre Russell there and you know that he's going to have maybe a slightly expanded role. But I feel like the expanded role goes to Nick Madison, more honestly. I really do, particularly mm. on two spin decks this round. But that's your justification if you were to bring in Sutherland because he probably yep. has an expanded role. Number 10 on the list is Jilks. People couldn't yeah. get him out of their teams fast enough and now he's back in. You've got to, people are very short memories, don't they? Yep. You know, you can't bring in a guy just because he had one score and he's been rubbish all season and he's hurt your team badly. Like, you, if you own Jilts, you've been burnt by him at least once, maybe twice. Mm. You know, and I think you just got to pass for good at some point. And I think yeah. most people who sold Matthew Jilts should be doing that. We were fortunate yeah. enough to hold him, and that's just our that's our benefit, you know. You don't bring yeah. him back in and try to ride the wave, but you just you just got turned to crap again. Yeah, I mean, being reactionary, you know, on the mass, Will Sutherland's been rubbish this tournament, and on mass, Jukes has been rubbish this tournament. If you'd already, if these people are bringing in Jukes, it's just because of this score. They've probably already sold him. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. If it's Jukes, it should be Vince. Yeah, no, because you got to forget about last round. He's not going to do that every round, most likely. Um, all right. Well, moving on. Let's have a look at where is it? Lock him in. Who are we locking into teams? I am locking in Sean Abbott. I think you've got to bring him in. Uh, he's possibly going to be the top scorer this double round, and I like the look of him big time. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't like the look of him, but I, I like the look of him for this round, and I'll also be locking him in. Um, I'm going to lock in um, Tom Rogers. I, I really, you know, last season he had a ripping season, and that made him sort of um, enhance his, you know, buying opportunities from other franchises. He's gone in there, had a bit of a slow start, but he's averaging 66 for the season, and I feel confident that he'll get 100 points over this round. Um, I'm going to lock him in. I'm going to lock in, uh, who am I locking in? I'm going to lock in Caden Kerr. I think his role at the death is very good. No Ben Dwarshus in there anymore. So he's he's regularly getting death overs. Plus, it looks like they're going to start favouring him over Dan Christian as the main all-rounder. So that's going to lend himself to super coach points. And he's probably going to be a super coach gun of the future. Yep. Um, I'm not locked into anything else. Um, I've got to wait and see how the teams are, are named. I'm going to probably get rid of one of my cheap, you know, players into a double player. I like Vincent. I like Moody. I'm not going to get tricky with a Shauna, um, Marsh. I'm not going to get 
tricky one. Could maybe be tempted by Patterson, 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 I reckon. But I think it's going to be Vince or Moody for me, depending on who is picked. I'm going to lock in um, whichever one, you know, it looks like is going to get the game. Um, yeah. That's it for me I'm, on locks. I've got one more lock. And this is a very bullshit one, which I've actually just put into my team whilst we were speaking, but I'm convinced. Uh, Nick Maddinson. Nick Maddinson. He's an opener, bowl a couple of ovals. Who does that sound like? Not sure. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying he's as good of a spinner, but he does get wickets when he bowls. Um, he's on two spin friendly decks in Geelong and the SCG. Um, and he's probably due for another good innings for that soon. Um, yeah. He just looked... He's just been shelling it straight to the fielders for the last couple of games, and that's why I think, you know, he's dropped in price a bit. But when he's on, he looks really on, and he's opening with Martin Guptill. That's a lethal combination. I love it. I'm all in on Nick Madison. He's the captain. He's the captain. So if it's Sutherland, I reckon he will bowl himself. So, look, if that um, lineup comes through and Sullivan's in there, I reckon that shoots Madison up on the opportunities for owning Mm -hmm. into this. As a pod play, you could go Vince. You could go – I mean, Madison, if it's Sutherland, you feel like even if he fails – with the bat, he's going to get a bowl and can jag a wicket. There's some yep. 20 points. Um, exactly. Anyone that we're off um, and why? Look, I'm um, I'm going to say, and I have been all season uh, on Kane Richardson. Um, 30 yeah. point, is he 33? Is that his average? That's the, lowest, that's the lowest he's ever averaged, isn't it? I think it's getting close to it now. I think we're at the point where he's starting to, I don't know, get a little bit too predictable. Uh, hmm. I think that's why he's being managed. Now, who knows? This little break could do him the world of good and he could come out and score 140, 150 points. But I'm willing to take a bet that uh, Tom Rogers will perform just as good, probably better this round. And so I'm going to fade Kane Richardson. Yep. Despite how scary that statement would have been at the start of the season. Yep. I'm going to fade Guptill. Um, 160K for a pure bat. It kind of has faff feelings like... Um, do you just go that premium price on a batter? I reckon there's too much good value um, in the round who could do just as good. Um, Guptill is somebody that can do a hails though. He can go off. And, yes. you know, in that first game, if you were someone that took a punt on Guptill, I'd be tempted to just bat- double up. I would put Guptill in and I'd VC him <laughs> just to be, you know, like you can absolutely own this round with a move like that. Firstly, owning him. And then secondly, putting a VC on him, or is that too crazy? Oh, look, I don't think I can't. I don't think you can say anything about Martin Guptill is too crazy. He's a very good batsman. He's a very high pedigree. He's way too good for this competition. Um, he has been in a bit of, you know, he hasn't been in good form lately. But it, this is a big, great competition compared to what he's used to facing. So I'm, I'm all in on him. So oh, I'm not all in on him. I'm a fan of him, but I can't own a pure batsman at 160,000. Yep. Um, if you wanted to try, you know, put your balls on the wall and see what you get, um, he's your guy. Yeah. If there's somebody that you want for X Factor, you know, uh, that you don't think a lot of people are, because everyone's going to get Sean Abbott. Everyone's going to probably own a Hayden Kerr. You know, people are going to probably go yep. the st- standard Rogers. If you want to play a little different, I don't mind Guptal, but I'm going to fade him. Um, anything else? Uh, no, I don't see anything else for me. All right. Well, that's the show. Um, it should be a good round. Um, I need a bounce back. You're coming 
on like a bloody freight train. You could be, we could be doing the next podcast and I'll be in an absolute mood and a half because I'll be behind you on the ladder. Oh, I won't shut up. Then. No, the fans um, love it too. I mean, yeah. I just, uh, I play a perfect villain. Everyone just oh, constantly, people are like, I'm coming for you, Ado. I'm going to get you, mate. Send me your score. I got you in a head to head. Everyone loves rubbing it into me. I don't know. Cause I am. I, I'll, I like being a leader. I like being the winner. I go in cashies and I'm, I do give a little bit of shade to people when I'm beating them. So um, come and get me. I'm still in the top 100. I Hopefully I can have a great week and get back into the top 50. I really need one. Mm, yeah. Well, look, I hope that they both do pretty well. Let's see if we can finish one and two at the end of the season. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to, we're going to have the same VC and C this week. Maybe I'll have to do something pottish to try oh. to um, catch you Ooh, off. Cool. Preps is on. Yeah, all right. Well, Nathan, it was good talk, talking to Supercatchers as always. Oh, good talking to you too. Tight. Oh, it's four. Oh, 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 oh,